Greetings and salutations and welcome to Recasted, the podcast where you can never quite tell if we're telling you the truth. <laughs> uh, with us on this last episode of the Tim Burton Month is not Johnny Depp. Yay. Surprise. I know, right? But instead, we've got Storyteller Hassa. <laughs> the lady with no glass eye, Danielle. Hi. <laughs> and of course, the re... Oh, wow. The ring leader, not the re... The ringleader, hyping up the show, terribly, is myself, Chris. Just you in a top wow. hat going, Well, circus. Circus. Circus, circus, circus. The fantastical is almost gone as we wave goodbye to our favorite director, Mr. Tim Burton. But we go with warmth in our hearts as our last to- choice. And honestly, probably chosen because Danielle saw Ewan McGregor. Yeah, that's partly why. But this is Hass's favorite of all the I'm Tim Burton movies. I'm pretty sure this is my favorite Tim Burton film. We'll talk about it in a second. Yes. Pretty sure. Uh, so let's hear how we each decided to tell the story of this man's life as we recast Big Fish. Yeah, I, I think this is a toss-up between this and Edward Scissorhands for me. I really like this one, but it's no, it's nowhere near that high. Yeah, but it's it's are you for me? It's because it hits a really emotional tone for me. With the father story and the way Will looks at his life with his father and all mm-hmm. that stuff. Like, it really does hit emotionally. Are we saying me. Tim Burton directed or Tim Burton films? Tim Burton directed. Okay. You can't Beetlejuice. Count Night- you can't count Nightmare Before Christmas. I know. That's Tim Burton's <laughs> film, but it's not his directed film. Yeah. But Beetlejuice would be mine. That's yeah. my favorite. Yeah. Yes, we we discussed this. <laughs> Beetlejuice. Yeah. So, but yeah, I really, really, really enjoy this film. I, I think it's it's just such a, it's such a Tim Burton movie, without actually being such a Tim Burton movie. Yes, like the way he tells the fant- fantasy stories and the way this, those things play out are perfect, and then it flips to the real world, quote unquote, right? Where it's so down to earth and it's so, like. It's just more realis- realism yeah, and it, than and it, it is. And it really resonates well with the emotions and how he feels and how his wife feels towards her um, her father-in-law. Because like, she really loves them and loves mm-hmm. the stories and all that stuff. And like even though she's heard them a bunch of times and she can recite them herself, like she still enjoys it. And mm-hmm. yeah, I know. I really, really do enjoy this movie. And yeah, Ian McGregor is Ian McGregor, awesome. Yeah, of course. Yeah. So... <laughs> Though, always amazing i find it funny because like when he first leaves the town he's just he's supposed to be 18 i'm like he does not look 18 no no <laughs> and i think he was like in his 30s so yeah at this point yeah. so yeah it's like no no but that's i know yeah, the, the aging yeah. i know he also doesn't look like albert finney so no, though they dress true. him later to kind of and like the and then the floppy hair back with like yeah. fixing up the town like the like, you can go, okay, well, I can see how this could they transition to very, that. They obviously wanted tra- a very attractive, charming-looking guy for yeah. the part, right? Makes sense. So that was, when we get to our cast list, that was my hardest part because I wanted the old and the young um, Ed Bloom to look similar. Like, I wanted, so I took my old actor who I cast first, and I was like, okay, I need to find somebody that looks who like looks, him. Googling, who looks like? <laughs> Pretty much. Kira Knightley. <laughs> Kira Knightley. She's got range. Okay, weird anecdote about this movie. I remember when it came out, and the, I remember going seeing it with Christmas my friends. Christmas Day on 2003. Mm. 
not when it came out like yeah. the day but i remember because that would have been around summer break in australia yeah because i remember seeing it in australia remember the only thing saying is i'm gonna be really mad if there's not a big fish in this movie there was and there was right off the bat and yeah. i was very happy about yeah. that should be it's called that i know i don't think i saw it about two no. or three times no. in theaters yeah Really? I don't I think, think so. I saw this in theaters at all. I saw it in theaters. I'm what, doing this. I'm and recalling everything. I think the first Tim Burton movie I saw in theaters might have been Corpse Bride. I don't remember seeing a lot of them in theaters. I remember like buying them on DVD. Well, and I stuff remember like growing that up and, with them and not VHS. seeing them in theaters. But yeah, yeah. Like, I remember Field renting them. That. Yeah, that too. Because oh. we didn't go to a lot of movies. I didn't go yeah. to a lot of movies until like. The end of high school. And then yeah, we would I go went, like I every other week. Went to the really, really big ones. Like we went and saw Jurassic Park and we went and saw yeah. Star, the Wars. Star Wars when they were of re-released. Um, things like that. Those are the memories I have of going to the movies until high school. And then I'd go all the time. And then we would go all the time, but we wouldn't see movies like this. Like I graduated in 2003. God, I'm old. I graduated I wouldn't have gone and seen this with my friends and, you know, mm-hmm. all of us guys sitting in the theater crying because... <laughs> <laughs> right? It's, you wouldn't well, do we... that. You wouldn't be like, hey, high school friends, let's go see Big Fish, the emotional drama movie about your dying we, dad. We did. God, we went and saw, like... <laughs> you were in Australia. We saw Fahrenheit 9-11 in theaters for some reason. Yeah, we reason. saw that, too. All of us were like, yeah, let's go see it. And we're like, okay. We did, too. I do not know why. <laughs> well, we saw that and Bowling for Columbine in the theater. Yeah, cool. I never saw that one. Oh. Yeah, we'd go, we'd go, and we'd be like, "Hey, this movie's coming out. Let's go see it." And we'd. Yeah. We I saw a lot of stupid saw, movies. I Sorry. went and saw movies all the time. Just yeah. I always the cheap ones when you waited longer for them to get into the cheaper theaters. Yeah, that's what I did. Yeah. I didn't have that. So. No cheaper theaters. They're all the same. I don't even know if they do that anymore. Do they? Tuesdays is still cheap theaters. No, like actual theaters that wait to get them out later. Oh, we're living in a different time the now. The smaller theaters definitely do have films later. Okay. Like, like the one near Old House. But now it's like, do you actually want to go see a movie or is it going to be right to your television now? Yeah, it's, it's true. so different. Yeah. Streaming. Yep, exactly. Do you want to know the uh, Rotten Tomato score for this film? Yes. What is it? And fun facts if there's those as well. Uh, critics gave it a 76% in total. Um, and audiences is 89, so obviously audiences oh. liked it a little better. Um, I can see why critics wouldn't love it as much. Like, that's still a solid B. Hmm. But um, uh, I, th- I think, yeah, because, like, the thing is, critics don't look at things emotionally. They look at things like how things are made. They look at like the that, technical and side. Pacing and... and stuff like that. So um, I can see why they wouldn't like it as much. But, like, audiences, like, as, like, I cried twice in this movie yeah, i've seen it like 10 times like i know it's gonna happen like i still do it because it's still like parts of it still hit me like the part where he's describing his dad's death to his dad hmm. like always gets me it always gets me no matter what it just you know because yes he, he has to tell him a big tale yeah and then and he he gets into it and he realizes in that whole moment why his dad does what he does and well, and then his dad goes yes that's exactly how it was supposed to happen yeah. and like that is just like yeah well, I noticed... but it's better than him going no dumbass that's not how it worked <laughs> you're in the hospital <laughs> the witch told me something different <laughs> oh, oh a kangaroo comes out and punches me <laughs> no but i like i think my favorite part of the that 
not that scene. It's just slightly before that. It was when the doctor's talking to him, and he's like, you know what really happened at your yeah. birth? He wouldn't have even been in the room. It wouldn't have mattered. He would have been outside in the smoking area waiting. Yeah. And but he's that, like, which story would you prefer but to that's, hear? I think that was his whole thing, was this, like, he wanted to make the story sound a lot better, and it sounded like... Because he was like a traveling salesman and stuff like that. And it's mm. he probably didn't enjoy doing that. So mm. he made all these fantastic tales. Okay, there's this cool thing that happened. This is why I had to go. Instead of being like, I was just on the road trying to sell stuff. Yeah, I was in Wichita for a week and a half. But People yeah. bought my stuff. Yeah. It, it's weird because it's almost, that's the salesman type pitch, right? It's what? to the super hype, charismatic. hype it up. Make yeah. it yeah. seem that it is yeah. way more than it was. Like, mm-hmm. the hand thing he was selling. Yeah. like The handomatic. The handomatic. Yeah. Like, come on. No one would really buy yeah. that. But it is fun at the end where he actually starts seeing these people. It's just like, oh, some of this, yeah. there was I, truth I, to I, this. And I, I love that when, he's, when he first starts realizing, going through all the stuff, he's like, oh, yeah, this is when your dad was lost in the war. Hmm. That actually happened? Yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> because, and stuff like that, like, for me anyway. Yeah. Never really talked to my dad. I don't know that much about his mm. parents. Um, I remember asking them once, it's like, Oh, what did your dad what did your dad do? And he's like, Oh yeah, he he managed hotels. I didn't know that. Mm. Like he he died when my dad was thirteen. Like I never even had a chance to meet my grandfather. True. Right. So like I know nothing about my that side of the family and right? Like even though my parents knew each other in high school, I didn't know what he was like. Right. Well, like, yeah, I, I know, although my grandparents were young, but I know my grandma's, I think dad was in the army. My like great grandfather? Yeah, in like World War II. And was it her brother? So one of them, one of them is in, was in the army and I actually have their, like, they were Captain Jay Mackey. And I have it still. It's huh? one of the little staff. Like I don't know what it's called, and I should probably look it up. But it's a rod like this big, it's for beating prisoners, probably. <laughs> but it's like one of those like captain yeah. rods. But like they're in the army, and well, my so grandma has all of my mom and them did all of their war medals. And that's where my grandparents. Thing. They I don't think they went overseas, but like they were here. My grandmother was a oh. nurse, and my grandfather, this is on Brian's oh. side, yeah. was a drill sergeant. Yeah. That's why he got emphysema and ended up killing him. <laughs> well, that and the smoking. Yeah. You know, everyone smoked no. at the time. Mine were in Scotland, so yeah, yeah they, they went into the war. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's just this weird, like, you don't... And then it makes me think of what what am I going to... What are we going to tell Freya about our lives? Is she going to even care? Like, did she? is she going to care that I used to go to the underground Vancouver metal scene? Like, is that part of my life that she'll never know about until she'll be like, oh, yeah, I went to this cool metal concert. Like, I used to do that. Really? (laughs) I used to be in metal concerts. (laughs) Like, you know, it's just like one of those things. Like, do you, how do you tell your kids about the boring parts of your life and keep them interested in it? I don't know, because I always look back at my life and I go, shit, I got a lot of stuff. (laughs) (laughs) But it's like, you know, it, it always feels like, ah, you know, my life's mundane, blah, blah, blah. But I'm like, shit, if I was to tell my life, like, it's it's got a lot of highlights in it. I've visited I to, a lot of places. I went to work, and then I came home. <laughs> and, uh, and then I went to work again. Yeah, I went to get work again. I think I had spaghetti that night. <laughs> Probably <Yeah>. McDonald's. <laughs> Probably Aww. McDonald's for you. 
Yeah. Wow. Well, yeah. So, some fun facts. Yes. Yes. Go ahead. It's fun facts. Fun <laughs> facts. Fun facts with Chris. With Chris. Boop. We really need some music. I you know, know right? Okay. <laughs> Matthew McGorry. McGorry, I'm going to say, who is Carl the Giant, mm-hmm. appreciated the shoes the costume department made for him out of luggage. While oh. he was alive, he held the Guinness World Record for the largest feet size, mm-hmm. U.S. 29 and a half. Oh. Jesus Christ. Um, <laughs> that's more than two times my foot, and I have a big foot. Yeah, oh. that's... Uh, that's like almost three times my foot size. Um, other interesting fact, I didn't write it down, but it was in here. Um, the actor that played the Colossus, the giant in the circus before Carl shows up, mm-hmm. is actually only like, was it five inches or something shorter than Carl? Carl. <laughs> in real life. They, of course, movie magic. Yeah. Uh, when Ed Bloom, very young, not Ewan McGregor, but the kid version, is singing in the church and his voice breaks. The single note that we hear is actually Ewan McGregor singing. Oh. Hmm. So they threw it in there. Uh, even though young Edward lands in Korea, the ventriloquist and his puppet speak Tagalog, the language of the Philippines, while the Siamese twins and Edward speak in Cantonese, a Chinese dialect, <laughs> the soldiers who pull the ventriloquist off sp- stage speak Mandarin Chinese. They also looked like they were in Chinese uniforms. Yep. <laughs> the language of mainland China, China and Taiwan, while the other soldiers do speak in Korean. I'm guessing it's because he was like, okay, we want this to be a nondescript yeah. country. So we're going to drop you in and. No, not no, but like, say... like, I mean, like Tim Burton was oh, probably yeah. like, okay, we're going to have these people speak Philippines, these people, like these, 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 all different, so that it was just like, they're not going, oh, yeah, he dropped into Korea. I just right. kind of assumed it was more of like the story aspect where he's just like making it up no, a true. little bit. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's Because he does make up that the twins are joined, right? Yeah. yeah. But he didn't make up part other parts of it. No, like, no, no. You know, he goes mm-hmm. missing. You know, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, in conjunction to the fact that we had Nick Carter show up in Edward oh, Scissorhands. You're talking about Miley Cyrus? Miley yeah. Cyrus has a small role as... One of Edward's childhood friendship groups. Yeah. yeah. She has a line. What was she it? She had like Edward, Blue, Edward, don't go or something yeah. like that. Because I'm like, for watching the movie, I'm like, what the? And I looked it up. I'm like, holy Christ. That was actually Miley Cyrus. It's Miley Cyrus. Yeah. <laughs> She's in the church as well when they're all singing. And True. I, yeah. I think that's it. Yeah. Uh, lastly, Tim Burton shows up. Did you point out where Tim Burton is? No, what the hell? Movie. Tim Burton shows up as one of the clowns sitting close to Mr. Calloway's trailer who flees when the wolf jumps from it. Oh. Huh. He's one of the ones at the table. Oh. Did not know that. Does it look like Tim Burton? Oh, he's, pro- he... he's in clown makeup. Yeah, so. so... There you go. That's Those cool. are your fun facts. Cool. Nice. Uh, did anybody change this movie at all? I'm going to. But you're not going to like it. <laughs> It's now a sci-fi epic through space. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm animating mine. Oh, that's good. Okay. What's wrong with that? I did that last week. I know. So, I want to say I read the book, but I didn't finish. Why did you not finish the book? Because my daughter pulled my bookmark out. And but I could why not... did you also not finish the book? Okay. I don't want to say it's a bad... Okay. It's, it's a, a bad, bad book. book. <laughs> okay. Do you remember in high school and they got you to read those like really boring short stories? And you had to like break it apart and all that and they mm. were like you didn't enjoy them please tell me you didn't enjoy them i did not enjoy them 
I enjoy a lot let's, of things. Let's, let's put yeah. it this way. I don't remember them. Okay. So I probably didn't enjoy them. Okay. So it was written kind of childish. Like in like, so you were reading a short story like that. And like, it's nowhere near as fantastical as the actual movie was, is what I was getting from it. There's still a lot of the same stuff that they took that, well, from the book that are in the movie. <laughs> but yeah, it was very slow. I had a really hard time reading it. And then Freya pulled the bookmark out, and I was actually number of times. Yeah, more than halfway through, but I, I just at that point I could not figure out where I was left off from. So I didn't even get to the park if he did make it to the circus or not. So the thing is, this book is maybe two hundred pages long. Yes. Danielle is not a slow reader. She's no, fairly fast. No, I'm slow. But you're not. I know. I've seen other people who are slower than you. I know. That's a testament. It took you months to get to about halfway through this book. Yes. Because you did not enjoy this book. Yes. Like, you would, like, I would watch you be like, okay, I'm going to sit down and read it and, like, read two pages and she'd be on her phone. Yeah. Because it just did not hold your, your attention. Is it one of those ones where you'd, like, read a, an entire page and then you go, what the hell did I just read? Yeah. <laughs> I reread this. It was kind of like that. I know there was I've a part where they, where we know he is dying and, like, I guess all the people showed up at the house and were living in the backyard. So that's different. Yeah. But my reason to animate it is because, like, because it's written so childish, this book, that I thought, like, let's just animate it. Yeah. Well, you can really, you can really go, go full bore on the fantasy. And really, yeah, go really fantastical with it. I think I definitely think Tim Burton made it more cool that way. Mm -hmm. And yeah, there's also a part where, like, I guess the boyfriend is in it more and he has to take her home and stuff like that because he's it sounds like he's pretty abusive in the book the shitty boyfriend yeah yeah the one who dies jerking off on the toilet yeah basically <laughs> what that's what i always assumed he was doing he's got a playboy he's got a playboy well he did like, have a heart attack so yeah. there's a lot of blood flow <laughs> i liked the two boys when they i died i was really old and i fell i wasn't old <laughs> <laughs> i don't know what i was doing but <laughs> I just don't know how I feel about my cast list. You guys are probably going to make fun of me, but I kind of struggled because yeah. I'm not good with doing cast lists at very short notice like you guys are. Um, yeah. So, I don't actually mind. My, my mine's cast. a little different. Um, I, I do want to change how the stories get told. Because, um, like, in this one, like, he used a very clear, like, Cutter palette, everything was like blown out light wise mm-hmm. oh, yeah. for the for the storytelling and it was very clear when you were in the fantasy part of it. Mm-hmm. I still want to keep that aspect. I still want it to be clear, but I don't want it to be that same like everything is happy. I want him some of the stories that he would tell to be scary. Oh. And I want that part of the story to reflect like I want that part of the movie to reflect the tone of it and everything like that. And like I think the only part that should look like that is Spectre. Because Spectre yeah. to me has always been like he's in heaven. Spectre to me was always he was kind of in limbo. But yeah, it was kind of like, like this is the place you come when you Yeah. Cuz you, you know, venture down one path and then Yeah. So, I I you know, jumping spiders. Also, I have made this my cast a little more non-white. And, <laughs> but like Spectre, like, and he's like, it's, oh, the, yeah. it's the best town in Alabama. It's an all white town. And you're like, and everyone's is, dressed in white. And this we... is definitely got to change. <laughs> that, uh, that definitely changes. Yeah. You know, and like I have, I have cast uh, people of color as my top leads. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I do want the stories to reflect that as well. Not his, the ones 
not the fan- fantastical ones that he tells, but like when it goes back to what he actually did, yeah. I want some of that because it. I just, you don't really have to change the time that much. Maybe like move it another fifteen years into the future, mm-hmm. just so the the few the now lines up with the now. Um, because like maybe not Korea, but like Vietnam, like he wouldn't have to go so far just to go to like Afghanistan because like he wouldn't have that old of a man. No. Right, you'd still have to keep it in the Korea Vietnam era. Mm. So, mm. yeah, but that I think I think I want I want each story to kind of have its own each fantastical story to kind of have its own um, palette. Theme? Yeah, does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because like not all this not all the stories can be happy. Like the one in the military should have been. I should have been a little more. Yeah, and like the circus, I kind of want to be like a creepy circus because like there's a werewolf and, like, do you know what I mean? Like, I want it to be a little bit weirder, so I kind of want them to go a little more that direction. So, yeah, kinda think of like Guillermo del Toro taking a charge. Yeah, of I almost was right? like put him in charge of this, like cause... kind of like that, like not super Pan's Labyrinth dark, but kind of like Hellboy dark. That makes sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I kind of, I want the similar way. I want it to be, the real world is very, you know, natural and whatever. The real world is the real world. It looks like. And then his stories are just these overblown stories that are just, you know, fantastical. And that's where you hyper up the color and everything just looks more vivid and just like completely, like kind of how Spectre was. It's just completely out of Mm -hmm. the norm. Um but I want, this is going to sound weird, I want a lot of little inconsistencies throughout the story. Because you see a lot of different times where you'll see, like, um, Norther, the poet. Mm-hmm. Like, I want kind of weird inconsistencies that just doesn't quite, so the stories don't quite always fit properly. And then, yeah, I want it to be, like, the war one. I don't want it to be, like, ah, happy war. Like, I want it to be way more, like, holy crap, this is what we were going through. But, like, build it up almost of that you know, struggle he had in the war. Not just like, oh yeah, I landed and it was ha ha ha. <laughs> right? Like you almost build it like it's a spy espionage. He's going in and doing something. Because what was he actually doing? He was stealing the pow- the plant, the plans, plans for a plow- power plant. Yeah. Wow. Power plant plans. That's not easy to say. Power plant plans. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like you, you build that up. Um, the but circus he, one you he, do. Yeah, he even says like, I took every dangerous job. Mm-hmm. Why did we only see one of those jobs? Mm-hmm. Why didn't we at least get a montage of some of the other jobs that he had to oh. take, right? So Basically make this man Christopher Lee. <laughs> <laughs> um, no. But like, yeah, the circus. Like when they first go to the circus, I want it to be this huge tent. It's vibrant colors. And then when he starts working there, like the colors start to f- fade away because who loves their job at a circus, right? Especially when you're not getting paid. Yeah. yeah. Well, you're getting paid, paid in, uh, this is in information, right? Shitty information. <laughs> but, shitty, but shitty But I want, I want that. Like, I want the colors of, like, the tent to be vibrant red and white when he first gets there. But they, like, start to mute mm-hmm. throughout each kind of progression. Um, and then when he finally, like, oh, her name's this, it just, mm-hmm. everything gets bright and he goes off. Mm-hmm. I'd also like to see, like, if they could do it in some way where it's, like, some of the details are hyper-vibrant, vi- hyper mm-hmm. but some of them aren't. Yeah. Like... Like he went and like, uh, then I had a conversation with this, this guy, and it's just like him, the main. It's just the young Ed Bloom talking to a faceless human because he can't quite remember what this dude looks like or something like that. Mm. Like, <laughs> or it's like, yeah, I was talking to this person, and they're like, 
wait a minute. No, no, no. Wrong, wrong, wrong error. Yeah. And then it's like, it, so he switches out and then yeah. somebody else. Like, you can almost do it where somebody walks in and be like, no, no, man, you're yeah. out. It, it was me. They, they switch places. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, I kind of want his stories to be a little more comical and like have that kind of yeah. jokiness. But I want him to be kind of very serious. Like, And like, you could even do that part where like, if he's talking to, when he's talking to Josephine about some mm-hmm. of the stories, he, she can be like, wait, I thought it was this person. <laughs> like, and then as a voiceover and like. Well, yeah, it was, and then like, everything changes or something like that. I, like, yeah. I'd uh, love to play with that a little more. Sorry. I'm sorry, I love that milkman story that she does. <laughs> yeah, <know>. yeah. <laughs> the milkman died in front of me. Yeah, she's also like, then she's like, ah. <laughs> but then, yeah, that, like that yeah. story to me should have been a little vignette. Oh, yeah, but it should have been filmed. Like, it mm. should have. That been, would have like, been interesting. And then he like, ha ha. Then it's like, oh, okay. Well, yeah. But there should be a couple of those where it's just like he's, he's telling a joke, but it's more of his life. Mm-hmm. Ha ha. No. Okay, and so now we, I'm a big fish. So we get to the uh, the uh, cast. Recasting the this thing. cast. Yes. The cast list. I don't know if I did the cast list in the order you put it, though. So. Right. Well, it was directed by Tim Burton. Yes. What? Shall we talk about... No. <laughs> Let's talk about Tim Burton. We talk, okay. We've already talked about one one. And Johnny Depp. And this is the first time not talking about Johnny Depp. No, Johnny Depp but in this one. the other one is in here. What? His other favorite person to put yeah, in Yeah, but like, movies. this is the first well, time we've recast her yeah. for the Tim Burton films. Because the first time they worked together was Planet of the Apes. Which no. is not that good of a movie. Which was before this, but yes, not that good of a movie. What? Mark Wahlberg was in it. That does not make a it's good still, movie. It's so weird. It, when I remember seeing I'm like, Tim Burton directed this? Like, that's so weird. To me, that was like, hey, Tim, you've done a lot of weird movies on our page. Let's do a studio. You one. need to do a movie for us. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, this was a bad idea. That's Never why you again. don't do that to Tim Burton. Yeah. He's just like, not now. I'm doing my own movie now. <laughs> yeah, because we added um, what's his name, so I don't know where you want to put him. I put oh. him at the bottom. Yeah. Okay, we'll put him yeah. at the bottom. Okay. Okay, so we're going to start with Norther. Norther Winslow, the greatest poet to ever live in Ashton, um, and and Spectre. <laughs> I love his poems. Um, played by Steve Buscemi. Two years I've been working on this. It's three lines. <laughs> That's why he never show us. <laughs> Work in progress. Ah, uh, Steve Buscemi. Yeah. And he didn't die. True. He dies in a lot of stuff. Sorry, he does. <laughs> That's true. Like, no, I'm like I'm thinking I'm like. Did he? No, he didn't. No, because <laughs> no. he, he's, he's at, at the, the funeral. Yeah. yeah, he's on that list of like top death, like high, yeah. Yeah. a lot of deaths in he movies. Didn't die in uh, Con Air. No, he just dies in a lot of movies. Yeah. Um, um, what was I gonna say? They they know. make a weird connection on the um, on the facts on IMDb between this and Reservoir Dogs. Because it's oh. like he rob- successfully robs a bank but gets a little profit where he they rob a store and get oh. big profit, but it turns out terribly. <laughs> so yeah. He's a really good actor, though, Steve Buscemi. Steve Buscemi I like is great. I love it when he pops up in things and even when he's you know more mainstream. I love his comedy roles and then i love that he can go serious and he can be really dark he was a tech was he a child molester in connor technically yeah. oh yeah. yeah he was not like not a molester creepy. yeah but he, he was, was no but he, he was did murder children he yeah. was so creepy in yeah. that that's why i mean this he's got range he does have range but he yeah. never gets a big part but i can see why he's not he's not uh, he hollywood pretty for sure what was the broad 
What was the Broadway show he was on? Boardwalk Empire. Boardwalk Empire, sorry. Yes. But he's not Hollywood he's... pretty. No. <laughs> no, he's, uh, give me the ring, you're pre- <laughs> my precious pretty. Yeah, I know. That's why you always get small bits, but they're always really good bits. Yeah. Hmm? yeah. He's a great character actor. All right. Speaking of great character actors, I'll go first. Okay. Okay. Who you have? I picked Walton Goggins. Oh, okay. that's a good choice. Yeah. And because I'm like, okay, Steve Buscemi is a super quirky actor. I'm going to look for quirky actors. And I'm like, you know what? This guy rules. <laughs> like, I see him in so many things, and he's always really, really good. And he can do that southern accent like mm-hmm. like no tomorrow. And so, yeah. Walton Goggins. Walton Goggins. Chris? I went younger. That's fine. I went was... Dane DeHaan. Definitely younger. Yes. <laughs> I recognize the name, I think, but... He was Valerian in the terrible. Oh God! He was the green. No, no, no! I don't know. I know who it is. It's a small part. But I, I didn't get through that. I movie. wanted him to be kind of like that. Like I'm a poet. Yeah. And I can see that with him and being like, you know, I'm really a good poet, and it's like, roses are red, and you're like, Spectre is great. Spectre is great. <laughs> you're terrible at this. So and then yeah, then having him go and be like the wall street guy mm-hmm. slick back hair i think he'd do it well you just have I, to really age him up later i really think dane dehan is a very very talented actor um if you want to see him in something great go see chronicle one of the oh, best yeah. superhero movies of all time because mm-hmm. him as a kind of he was the bad guy he was the villain yeah but he does that so well yeah and then you know the amazing spider-man too come on he actually would have been a great goblin if they had done goblin properly if they hadn't tried to like shoehorn twenty different things into that movie, mm-hmm. oh yeah, it was a problem. Well, that and goblin shouldn't be a disease. No, but no. Whatever. Who'd you have? All right, so remember, mine's mine's gonna be voice acted because it's animated. <laughs> so I with a uh, Keegan Michael Key because I found this character Toad. very what Toad Toad. He's more. He was recently. You guys not following? Yeah, no, I saw that. I saw that. He's gonna be in the Super Mario movie as yes. Toad. I've heard many things about that. <laughs> but he's got, you know, he can change his voice. He does a lot of voice acting. And I found this character really funny and lighthearted and mm-hmm. weird and stuff. So I, was, I don't know why, but I thought... Him and Jordan Peele were the best part of Toy Story 4. Yeah. So that's kind of what my, <laughs> well, you know, that's kind of why I Their that. show was hilarious. I oh, know. God, yeah. I love their show. So that's why I kind of went this direction. Plus, he's, he was also good in um, Archer. I don't remember. Yeah, he is an archer. He was one of the detectives yeah. for when Archer gets shot and is in the pool. It, isn't that and it goes all noir and stuff? Yeah. 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 You don't remember that? Sorry. Okay. All I can envision when you said like this is a funny character is Steve Buscemi jumping up in the background when they're like doing the dancing circle and he's all like happy. Oh and, like, God. Oh, that look is at me. so and I'm, like, funny. It's so funny and, and creepy. And I've always laughed at that. Like laughed out loud because mm-hmm. he even looked at me because I couldn't hold my laughing. Yeah. I'm like, that is the funniest part of the movie. It's because have... he's just like wants no, to be there the, and he's like these, so happy. They have these absolute shit eating grins on and I bet you they just like, they're like, just go for it. Just I, go as stupid I, as you I can for this part. I wonder if that was actually part of the script. Or if it was just Steve Buscemi just trying to be an idiot. I I feel like it was probably like, oh, yeah, they're all in a circle. And then it's just like Steve's like, I'm going to be in the back of this, but I'm going to be like trying to keep up with it and like wave over the guy's shoulder. It's so funny because he starts dancing with Mildred, right? And then then it goes to like the mayor and then Steve Buscemi in the background. And McGregor's face is like, what is going on? This is still (laughs) weird. Well, he was still with, with 
uh, Mildred. I know. It was him, Mildred. No, but it was Jenny still, it didn't look yeah. like that with all the moving yeah. and the jumping. Yeah. It, was just it looks like, like, like the mayor just, comes in and takes I know, over. And I know, like, and then so you were just like, Because uh. <laughs> the, the whole town's in love with him. Yeah. <laughs> well, why well, wouldn't you He's be? a novelty, right? Like, he is. And it's Ewan McGregor, so. True. But, like, he is this outsider who has this big ambition, which is something that nobody in that town has, right? Which is probably why the town died. Yeah. <laughs> right. All right, so. so. Next. The penguin. The penguin. Yep. Uh, Danny DeVito. I like Danny DeVito. So do yeah. I. Technically, for my part, it could just be Danny DeVito again because it's voice acting. But don't worry, I did you not. You could do have that. picked all the same people that. except for Albert Finney. Not how I know, recasting right? goes. I know, I know. <laughs> like. Um. Yes, this is his first time playing a circus leader in a Tim Burton film. Because mm-hmm. he's one in Dumbo as well. Haven't seen that yet. Yeah. This was this was after Batman Returns. Mm, yes. Yeah. Batman Returns was in '94 or something. Like yeah. Because yeah. the original Batman was '89. So this would have been like that. Batman would have been like ninety four, ninety three. He was kind of the ringleader of the yeah. of, of a circus of, yeah. of a circus and yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. But um, like I remember when the Dumbo trailers came out and he was like the leader of the circus. Yeah. <clears throat> the circus. Everyone was like, "Is this the same character from Big Fish?" Tim Burton had to come out and be like, "No, it's not." And like everyone's like, "Why?" We really wanted Why? it to be, but <laughs> yeah. Um, still have not seen Dumbo. Yeah, me, me too. Neither have I. No. Danny DeVito's great. Danny yep. DeVito's great. And a lot of people love him that Always Sunny. I never watched it. I, w- I watch it every so often, like, if I just throw TV on and it's on FX. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's, like, that show's actually really funny. Yeah. And it's one of those ones where it's, like, it never gets recognized for being funny. Mm. And, they know, and they know it, and they make fun of that fact, too. But, yeah. but he's but like, great on it. I'll always remember Danny DeVito as the Penguin. The Penguin. We mentioned. Um, Matilda. Thank you. Oh, I love that I was that just going to mention that. Yeah, like he's always he'll always be those kind of characters for me. Like and like I did watch Taxi a bit as a kid. It was on syndication on you know back when there wasn't that much on TV. The other Danny DeVito movie I'm trying to think of. Renaissance Man. No. 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 Okay, you you tell us while I look this up. Um, so I picked someone kind of a little the same kind of quirkiness and weirdness. Um, I picked Elijah Wood. Hmm. That's a, a good yeah. choice. I almost thought of that myself. Yeah. Um, like it's mostly because of what he's been doing lately. Yeah. Because of all the horror stuff he's been producing and acting in lately. Or just weird stuff. Oh, Death yeah. The, the halls. The Sorry. weird things that I I like. I know yeah. Elijah Wood enjoys. Yeah. Right. So I think he would still like to enjoy. You enjoy something doing something like this, and um, right. The dude doesn't have to work. He just lives off lord of the rings residuals for the rest of his life but like i like the fact that he's doing what he really wants to do with his stuff and like i absolutely loved him in the dirk gently show yeah mm-hmm. it was a good show so yeah yeah elijah wood also he's short yeah which helps <laughs> he's not Danny DeVito short no because like even put him next to deep roy <laughs> who was actually a a short person. A short person. <laughs> like, they're like, oh, you're not actually that much taller than him. No. So, yeah. I realized which other movie Danny DeVito is in that I know. Deck the Halls. Deck the Halls. 
which is a Christmas one. That was filmed mm-hmm. here in the middle of summer. I know. It was filmed in White Rock. <laughs> we drove by it one summer when they were filming. We're like, why the hell is there snow on yeah. the ground? And then we're yeah. like, oh, why are you filming this in the summer? It was yeah. hot. They filmed Everything. all of those things in the summer. Yeah, because yeah. yeah. they don't want to actually freeze their actors. Clear skies. Yeah, that too. Yeah. But yeah, you don't want to freeze them, but you're going to make them sweat to death. Yeah. Except that it's Vancouver, so, you know, sweating is like yeah. Can't 20. forget twins. Yeah, I thought of twins, but it's not really one I... But okay. his, his brother was Arnold Schwarzenegger. It was. Made no sense. <laughs> anyway, who did you have? I did it. I did it. Jack I, Black. I brought him back. Jack Black has finally came back. I found the perfect role for him. And I want the big bushy beard. I want he big bushy sh- beard. He did shave recently. Did he? Yeah. But he can have the big. He, you should have him with the big bushy beard, but like dye different colors. Yeah, but like <laughs> also like trim, so it's yeah. like to a point. It's not just. Bush. Have it different every every time he does a performance. Yeah, <laughs> you can have like the little mustache and then just the big beard. No, it should, Jack and Black it just goes crazy well. when he turns into a werewolf. But that's yeah, that's the thing too. Like Jack Black would totally take this this role and just like run with it. And totally. Give this like outrageous performance of. Because I was thinking of like, okay, yeah, who do I want to be this kind of like weird ringleader of a circus? And I was like, I thought of like Elijah Wood and I thought of a couple other people. And then I was like, you know what? I just want this to be like over the top Jack Black. Because again, like as I said, I, I kind of wanted Jack to make this the circus part at least a little bit mm-hmm. creepier. That's kind of why I went with Elijah. Yeah. So, Danielle? All right. I had, you're not going to know him. Uh, Keston John. Oh, yeah. He played Hordak in Shira. I put it because he's got like a deepish voice. And I was like, Danny, Danny, do we just got such Yeah, a... that was the thing. Hordak. You're not going to know who it was, but he played this character in Shira. I don't even know who that is. <laughs> he's the villain. And <laughs> he's basically the villain in that. He's the one that they're up against for okay. a big portion of that show. But I picked him because he's got like this really deep, gruff voice. And Danny DeVito's kind of got a deep, gruff voice. Yeah, definitely. Um, so yeah, that's kind of why I went in that direction. Sounds good. Apparently he's and I'm pretty be... sure he can sound like a werewolf too then. Well, technically he's the werewolf been didn't say anything. Too. What? Mm. Werewolf didn't say anything. I know, he but he could played... probably do the growling as well. You he have to think in... about these things. He was in the Outer Worlds. Okay. I don't know if he played that Who game. Who was he? Hiram Blythe? No, I don't remember the character. Um, <sighs> he does a lot of video game voice work. So I've probably oh. heard him. Maybe, probably. he might have. Yeah. Well, I definitely have heard him. I played Outer Worlds, so oh, okay. I just don't remember that character's name. That that game oh, was such a good promise with like Fallout in space, and it just did not deliver. Aren't they making Fallout in space? No. I thought Bethesda's making a new. It is, but it's uh, just not Fallout. technically the Fallout universe. No, but it's an, it's yeah, a new franchise, it's a but it's game, yeah. Yeah. Fallout and Skyrim and Starfield. Space. But that's probably not going to come out until twenty twenty four or something like that. True. We're looking for we're looking forward to Bethesda's next game, Skyrim for PS Five. That one. That's uh, the Tokyo one. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. Next Tokyo, year, right? Ghostwire Tokyo. Yeah, hmm. next year now, right? Next year. Uh, yeah. yeah. It's, to, it's about a haunted Tokyo. Yes. Right. So that's why I want to to play it. That's our video game moment. Yes. Brought to you by nothing, because <laughs> we're not sponsored by anything. By yet. Tylenol. <laughs> <laughs> It was the weirdest thing I could think of. <laughs> okay. I would have gone with like motor engine oil or something, but okay. okay. Next is Helena Bonham Carter, an amazing actress who played a stupid character in Harry Potter. 
She played oh. Bellatrix Lestrange. That's why she's stupid. He doesn't like the name. Bellatrix Lestrange? She is Lestrange. not Lestrange. It's Lestrange because no one would put La and then have an English word after it. No, it's it. Yeah, they would. No. Yeah. That just that yeah, just because J.K. Rowling did. She's a stupid <laughs> writer. <laughs> well, yes. Well, no and one's really also, happy Did with you put her your anymore. name in the goblet, Harry? <laughs> he Dumbledore he said, said calmly. <laughs> what part of that did you miss? <laughs> um, okay, so we want you to run the, in the thing and is, slam like, him on the wall. If you want it to be <laughs> Lestrange, then not make it her name. Make it a title. No, That's what her, she was called was in the organization. Name. But no one's last name is Strange. Doctor Strange. Oh, Doctor Strange. <laughs> Doctor <laughs> Lestrange. Not they a, changed it when he came over. <laughs> not a real person. <laughs> it all makes sense. <laughs> I thought I could find somebody with a last name Strange. But you know what I mean. Like, if you're going to put La, you don't say the English. And Lestrange. I know. It's, it's way too on the nose. It is. Like, it's just like. It's a kid's novel. So? That doesn't have to be that pandering stops being to stupid a kid's people. Novel. It gets really dark and people get murdered. Yeah. Every year. Shit tons of people get murdered. <laughs> we have to get a new teacher every year. Yeah. I know. Anyway. He, she played Jenny. She played the witch. She was amazing in this. Mm-hmm. She's always amazing. Yeah. She was even amazing as Bellatrix. I just hate the name. It bothers me. Just shows how stupid that act, that writer really is. <sighs> Gets asked if she's having an affair with the father. Yeah. Yeah. I like that, though. She's like, oh, you just... Came out and said it. Oh, I think yeah. she was like, oh, I'm expecting you. Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, I, saw a, I... I saw a picture of you. Yeah. 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 I think that caught him off guard, too, because it's like, oh, you know who I am? Yeah. yeah. Like, he actually shared his life with you? Yeah. Even though he didn't share this part of his our I life think, with... I think it's still funny, though, because it is... He, like, his dad owned the, the deed, I'm guessing? He owned the town. He owned the town. Yeah. yeah. Which is just, like, kind of crazy, because how does he just own the town? Because he got people to sell him the land. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But then he owns it. So technically his son now owns it. Oh, yeah. I guess he technically would, his he? wife would own well, it. Well, depending on who. Yeah. Who's in the will. If. if... Josephine is. It's her town now. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like. Like no people people do that, no, right? No, no, no. So like, because the thing is, like, the land is worth money. He just he, he just wanted, wanted to make to sure it. that yeah that he wanted to preserve the small town. Yeah, because I know, and he was actually. Then this is the thing I also really love about this is because he was a really good person. Yeah. Like this town helped him when he really needed it, and he didn't want to see it die, mm-hmm. right? So, yeah. Josephine. <laughs> Anyways, yes, I like I like the fact that, and I like the fact that she Helen, Helen, Helena, 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 can I remember? I don't want to even try the last name because I would butcher it somehow. Carter? No, it's the middle part. <laughs> Bonham? Yes, Bonham. I always screw. Just think of John Bonham. John Bon? John, John bon Jovi? John Bonham, the nope. drummer. We're not. I don't know who that is. <laughs> Anyways, but I like that how realistic she played it when she meets Will. Mm-hmm. Like, because everything I've ever seen her in, she's always kind of over the top, right? Yeah. Like, there's never really been just normal. And she played it so normal and so, like, right. nonchalant and like, oh, yeah, you just came out and said that. Yeah. yeah. But then she's like, no. But she does admit it. She's like, I would have. Yeah. yeah. 
Well, she tells him that whole story, yeah. right? Of how he how came he's by. Like, no. and, yeah. And he's like, you know, and he puts the hat on the hook, and yeah. you could leave it there. <laughs> and then how she basically like, oh yeah, I I become the witch in that story. You know, I like, love that she she did that and in her story, and he goes, hmm. well, you couldn't do that. Like mm-hmm. she's like, he's like, and I love her explanation. To your dad, there's only two women: mm-hmm. your mom and everybody else. Yeah. Like yeah. and like. It was it was a great thing. It's like because like every other woman in his life was just somebody not else. his wife. No, right? Let me do like that, and I like the fact that it it's kind of expressed. And I love the and one of the things I always remember about this is the story she tells when it's like, oh, well, when you're eighteen, and like I'm eight, you're eighteen. When you're <laughs> when you're twenty eight, I'll I'm, be eighteen. And then she's like keeps going, and then it's not much of a difference. That's and then super she, creepy conversation they yeah, happen to have. True, yeah, but so then creepy. later she's like, well, I met a guy. He was 28. He was 28. I was 18. It didn't work. It and turns out it was a big difference. Yeah. yeah. And you're just like, that's kind of one of the, the morals of that story. Yeah. It's just, you know, perspective. Mm-hmm. Perspective. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. Who'd and you then have? Carl pushes her house straight. Yeah. Yep. Because <laughs> 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 <sighs> like, why not? Then they pretty it all up and yeah. then it just grows vines. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I teach you how to play piano. Yep. Yeah. So, so because of, sorry, I said so many cats. <laughs> yeah, too many cats. No. Um, so because of the fact that like this is like uh, a person who has to play three different mm-hmm. characters at three different ages in her life, um, I picked with someone who I knew could do at the very least the f- first two, the younger one in the story, and then the one telling the story mm. uh, to Will. Um, Obviously, the witch is just makeup and creepy yeah. looking, so she doesn't have to say any lines or anything. But um, I picked Daisy Ridley. Mm, good choice. Because I really do think that she has that vibrancy that Jenny had when she was refusing the help, right? Because like, I always remember, for at least for that character, it because it was in the trailer and everything. The part where Carl moves her his hand away from her face, mm-hmm. and it's that super close up kind of like weird angle of Helen Bonham Carter's face where she's super excited to see her new house. Oh, yeah. And like that was the image in my head when I was picking someone who could look that innocent and that excited. Mm-hmm. Right? And I, I don't know why I ended up with Daisy, but like I just remember her from, well, from from the Star Wars films of her just being say, so excited to do what she's doing. Where right? else do you remember her from? Murder on the Orient Express? Uh, I didn't see that one. good it's good really good head shaking does nothing on can't, the, uh, i can't wait to see the new <laughs> one yeah eventually we'll see murder on the nile yeah. on the river now yeah all right who did you have um i went different i didn't go young well i was young daisy's not that young no but I, I, younger I, think than us. I went actually probably older than us i'd say um and i went with another tim burton used actress i went with ava green much older than us. Much older. <laughs> but on. I went. I wanted to for the older versions, and then for the younger versions, you're just gonna have to get somebody that looks like her. Just get a kid. That's just what they did. Get yeah. her, or get her and it's age de- her down. Yeah, de-aging. That's but what like, with Michael Douglas. Yeah. Well, true. Yeah, they made him look really good. Yeah. But that's the thing. Like, I wanted somebody that was gonna play the older version of. She could definitely play the witch. And the witch yeah. was the big part, and because of like. The way she played in Miss Peregrine, which I do love that movie too. I know. It's got Samuel L. Jackson in it. 
as the bad guy. As the bad guy. Yeah, but you know eyes. he has only kissed five women on screen? Really? In his entire career, only five. It's been a thing on TikTok recently. Because <laughs> people have been like, I don't remember him ever kissing anybody on screen. Because he has so many parts. That's the thing. <laughs> wow. And I think one of them was like two years ago. Like, Oh. Yeah. I can't even think of any. <laughs> yeah. I guess, is he not really the love interest Well, he's never the, he's never the leading man. Oh, yeah. No. He's almost never the leading character, right? He's usually a good support actor. Yeah. And, huh. But, like, yeah. No, that makes sense. Jeez, but, yeah, for, like, because I was like, okay, do you, how young do I go? Hmm. And then how old? Because That's why I, I wanted ca- to be. I kind of picked the middle and went yeah. so they could go either way. Because I wanted to be when, he, when Will goes to meet her, she's older right yeah. and she looks older because she should be technically 10 years younger than her dad true yeah or his dad sorry yeah. not her dad we don't know her dad or her dad was the mayor was it or is she just random kid no her dad was the mayor yeah, okay. yeah. she was missy Pyle and the mayor's yeah. kid yeah at least that's so, what i thought that's what i thought too god she's not that much older than us she's only five years older than us me. ava green she's only five years older than me she's seven years older than you yeah, so not yeah. she's in that good middle range, yeah. and you could totally make her look really young, or through computer technology. Yep. Who'd you have? Best right. Bond girls. So I would. Uh, someone else from Shira. Oh. Um, her name. Shira is... herself. Uh, no. <laughs> that's later. Lorraine. <laughs> Tosant. Tosaint. I think that's how you say her name. She played Shadow Weaver in that, which is basically like a witch person. So she, if you heard her voice, you'd be like, "Yeah, that's a witch's voice." So in that direction. So, yeah, she'll still play the older Jenny, but I think it'll work, right? Because it's it's the same person, I, and I like the fact that it's the same person. It's just yeah. you're that. Yeah. Other. Is your witch gonna actually have lines? Why not? Because this witch didn't. Why not? I'm just saying she yeah. had one line and he whispered it to Edward. I know. Yeah. But sure, why not? Yeah. Sounds good. Mm-hmm. I'm looking at my next, okay. the next person, but so, I can't find her because she has a weird. Our next her. actress. What if we know who it is? Is Marion Cotillard, playing Josephine. Mm-hmm. Talia Al Ghul. Talia. <laughs> um, yeah. Mal. 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 Mal yeah. from Inception. Yeah. yeah. Um, I remember, like, this is the thing. Like, I remember seeing her in this movie, and then going, "She was great in this movie. What else has she been in? Oh." French films. Yeah, she's French. <laughs> this was yeah. her first. A lot of French films. Yes. And then it wasn't until much, much later where she started doing more American films again. Mm-hmm. Um, That's why she has quite a strong accent. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I remember her. Did she win the Oscar for Edith Piaf in the Vion Rose? Or she, she was nominated? Probably nominated. Yeah. Um, Would say on her page. She's also in the second Anchorman. She is. She's one of the French Canadian yep. news anchors. Yep. That is right. I don't uh, so that's the greatest scene. The whole movie is not that great. The movie's but that terrible. Is the greatest I don't even scene. know if she's credited for that because a bunch of people in that scene were not credited. They were just like there. No, because they were like, yeah, I'll be in this. Yeah. Let me show. Will Smith shows up. Jim Liam Carrey, Neeson. Jim Carrey uh, is the. Wasn't, um... We're from the Canadian Hockey News. Sorry. Sorry. Okay. Sorry. Wasn't Harrison Ford there as Harrison well? Harrison Ford is the wear hyena. Yes. But he's in the rest of the movie. He's not just in that scene. I know, but still, it was so weird. I was right, by the way. She won an Oscar for that. That's part. Ghost of Stonewall Jackson. That's. All... <laughs> We're not. We have to stop looking over the fact that they have the Ghost of Stonewall, Stonewall Jackson. 
So Olivia We're Rose. old nudes. So Olivia and Rose, that's a movie? It is. It's, it's about, also a lingerie shop. It is. It's about <laughs> what? It's about Edith Piaf, the woman who sang that song. Oh, okay. Beyond yeah. Rose. Sure. Yes. Yes. Just thinking, I'm like, isn't yeah, that Chris... the song they use in Inception to wake them up? I don't know. I think it is. <laughs> it's been a while since I've seen Inception. Yeah. Anyway. Chris, do you often go to that lingerie shop? All the time. <laughs> Gotta get, gotta get some good stuff underwear. in his size. Yeah, <laughs> some nice lacy they'll, underwear. They'll, they'll help you try on or size you right. Yeah. yeah, I have no idea. I haven't been to a mall in like a year, so. <laughs> um, so this character of Josephine, yeah. Josephine. Um, obviously she was French. Will worked in France with her because they had the Eiffel Tower in the background, as you always do. Ah, uh, not only that, but they bought groceries. And they had a baguette. Yep. Yep. Can't buy groceries know. without buying a baguette. Otherwise, how do you know if the groceries? Brown oh. bag and baguette. Always. It's got to stick out of the bag. Yes. Yeah. Which is terrible. Yeah. So I'm, I'm changing that. He's going to be working in a different part of the world because I'm picking, picking Claudia Kim, who was the doctor in Age of Ultron who made the vision body mm-hmm. to be his wife. So obviously he will work in, if he wants to work in can't remember where she's from one of the asian countries whichever one she's from um well i can't we, <laughs> why don't you just look her up see uh, where she's good, from good point um but yeah <laughs> wow well, well, where do they make the character from like obviously i know because you know he like i want the fact that will is moving to her place mm-hmm. instead of her coming to his place does that make sense okay yeah he's gone to her country yeah yeah, mm-hmm. to work. So, yeah, I'm not going to look it up. There's no point. Okay. But yes, she was really good in that movie. Mm-hmm. I really, like, as much as people belie that movie as one of the worst Marvel movies, it's down there. Age of Ultron? Yeah. I'd say Hulk. We I had said, this conversation. I said one of the worst. I didn't say the worst. It's also Thor the Dark World. A lot of people do not like that. Yeah. Age of Ultron at least gave us Quicksilver and Wanda, so, you know, come on, people. Well, it gave us Wanda. Well, gave us quick, quick, silver, quick, sh- yeah. quick silver shield. Didn't last very long. Yeah. Hawkeye shield. Yeah. yeah. Oh. And then so. he shows up in, you know, WandaVision. No, he doesn't. Recasted. Yep. <laughs> ha ha! Oh. Recasted. Okay, who did you have? <laughs> I kept the French actress. I went with Melan- Melanie? Melanie Laurent? Laurent? Who's that? Melanie. Uh, you'd recognize her. She was in Inglorious Bastards. Hmm. Um, she was also in Six Underground. Which, which? Oh, was she? Um, uh, she was Shoshana. Shoshana. Okay. Yeah. No, I, I know the one you're talking about. So, she does have a. I love that part. That's in the bar, right? No, no. Shoshana was the Jew who kills Hitler. Oh, right. Yeah. In the face. No, no. Well, they shoot him in the face, but she's burn- she's the one burning down her theater in the with face. Hitler in it. So, yes, she was also the one hiding under the floorboards at the very beginning. There are two great, great scenes of tension in that movie. There's the scene with the milk at the very beginning, and then the scene with the bar, in the bar. Yes, I love that movie. Tarantino's best. So yes, it's pretty good. I wanted a French actress, and she I didn't know she was French, but yeah. that makes sense. Yeah, Melanie. I I didn't care about that at all. <gasps> And uh, I just, well, this character is just like a sweet, you know, his, his wife who's there to help out. And she's very sweet and helpful and just a wonderful lady. 
Uh-huh. Uh, with uh, Amy Carrero, I think I said her name right. And yeah, it's She-Ra from the She-Ra show. Yeah, we got there in the end. We should yep, play yep. bingo on Though this. Though technically she plays Adora. She-Ra is what she changes into when she becomes She-Ra. Is it a different I voice actress? No, the same voice actress. Power. Yes, but she's called Adora, and then she calls on the power of Grayskull, and then she changes into like a massive version of herself. But did you know she played Miranda in The Last Witch Hunter? The one I just said? Yeah. Oh. The Vin Diesel movie where he plays his D&D character? Oh, no. No. Didn't know that, but she's done actual but acting. Elijah Woods in that. Yes. <laughs> she's, a vo- she's a voice actress and an actual actress. Mm-hmm. Let's see what we're with. Cool. <clears throat> so fantastic. Next. How do we want to do this? How did? Yeah, I was gonna say. How do we want to do this? I've kind of put it in a different order, so I want to talk about it. Um, do we want to go with Will first, and then the parents, or do we want to go? The, I'd go with the the mom, the Will, and then the dad. Do you want to we... do old and young together? Like, just say both of them. Sure. And then just do so. Do mom, old and young. Then Will yeah, and then Dad, because I think Will is like more that. important, um, unfortunately, than his mom. Yes, his mom's kind of just well. Like he's the... definitely in the movie more than oh that. yeah, and it circles more around him and his relationship instead yeah. of it. He narrates mom. a big portion of it too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, so, so do your old and young. Okay, so we have don't touch my foot. S- Sandra Bloom, played by Jessica Lang, the amazing Jessica Lang. Mm-hmm. Um. Who Ooh, I'm hungry. we know her I heard that from all the way over here. I'm gonna up. have to eat something after this. Um, <laughs> it means something very different when my stomach does that. <laughs> you, I you, don't need to know about your bathroom time, Chris. Everyone does. Can okay, Jessica yes. Lang. Jessica Lang, you probably know her mostly from American Horror Story. Oh yeah, yeah. she is in that. Yeah. She's in most of it. She's yeah. in um, quite a few of those series. Even though we only saw the first season. Yeah. Um she played older Sandra Bloom, mm-hmm. and Allison Lohman played Sandra Templeton, I guess, and then also Sandra Bloom, um, who we know from Drag Me to Hell. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, other things. That's a great movie. It is a great movie. <laughs> you tricked me. <laughs> you bitch. She's known for Drag Me to Hell, White Oleander, Matchstick Men, and Big Fish. Ooh. I haven't seen her really in anything... It's like I've only seen her in Big Fish and Drag I've Me to seen, Hell. I know. I've seen both Matchstick Man and Drag Me to Hell, and I do not remember her in Matchstick Man. Oh, mm-hmm. it's just I remember she was like showing up and stuff, and then I haven't seen her in years. Hmm. Probably one of those ones that just kind of drops to obscurity. She hasn't done anything since 2016. Oh, or she just hasn't or done girl. anything. She's like, I quit. Or it's it's just hard to get out in that sort of field, being an actor or an actress. Right? True. But she was really good. Yeah. You can be really good and still, you know, you get you can, and you can get typecasted. Mm-hmm. By age nine, she landed her first professional theatrical role as Gretel in The Sound of Music. Hmm. So I'm guessing uh, a stage version. Yeah. Yeah. With the sound of music. You did that movie. Yes, I know. It was awesome. It was terrible. Shut up. <laughs> Shut um, your four. stupid blue mouth. Okay. Four hours. Yeah, you're, yep. you're, you look like you have frostbite or something. It's cold here. <laughs> okay, so my older version. Mm-hmm. Um, this is going to sound really weird to you guys. I don't know. It's Oprah Winfrey. Ooh. Okay. She's an actually really, really talented actress. Well, of course. Yeah. 
oddly enough has a Oscar for acting as well. Um, Color Purple? Color Purple, yeah. Uh, she's really, really good, and she's kind of around the same age as my Ed. So I wanted that. And let's face it, she has her own empire and everything, but like she's still... Like, if you've ever seen her in a movie... She's really talented and really good. Well, she so. was in, well, I never actually saw it, but she was in A Wrinkle in Time. Yeah, she is. She's one of the... Like, that was the last movie I can remember yeah. her showing up, but that was only a couple years ago. Yeah. So, yeah. Who's your young? My young is um, Janelle Monet. She was in um, uh, that NASA counting movie. Oh, Hidden Figures. That's the one. She was one of the women in that. Okay. She's been in quite a few of the things. Um, she also has a musical career. Hmm. Uh, incredibly, incredibly talented actress and singer. Hmm. Um, but I've picked her before, but quite a while ago. Um, she's, yeah, I just, I, I kind of picked, I picked her because the way they portrayal Alison Lohman in this movie is this kind of like angelic character. And... I'm okay with that, and I think Janelle Monet has that look to her, like the way her face sha- mm-hmm. face shaped and like how she looks and everything. So she's very pretty. Mm. So yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Who did you have? So older Sandra Bloom. Mm-hmm. I went with Julianne Moore. Mm. Nice. Yes. Talent actress. Mm-hmm. What? Why, why are you smirking? My gear, gears are turning as to you're who try, you picked. You're for... trying to figure out who the younger version uh, is? Yeah. Who do you think? Isla Fisher. Mm-mm. Ah, I was going with red hair. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, I didn't go quite with the red hair. Yeah. Julianne um, Moore is phenomenal. She's great. Yeah. She yeah. would destroy this role. Yeah, she is. Oscar nomination. <laughs> go, Chris. She is amazing in The Big Lebowski. <laughs> I know you didn't like that movie, Danielle. I hate Danielle. that movie. Yeah. <laughs> So. She's great. Um, young Sandra, I went with Natalie Dreyer. Plays Nancy Wheeler. Oh, you went really young. I went really young. <laughs> yeah. But she can be a little older. Yeah. I wasn't going that young when I made my guess, so. No. But I went younger because she's, what, just into college? Because they just move away to college? I guess that's true, yeah. So. And kind of looks like a younger Julianne Moore a little bit. But that's when you first see her and then like. Yeah, again. but then you just. Age, you can age up the actresses, yeah. Yeah. and you can dye their hair because their hairs are their definitely hair. different colors. Oh yes. Mm-hmm. All right. Who'd you have? Remember voice acting. Okay, so stop qualifying that. Sorry, <laughs> that's a terrible choice. It's they wouldn't look okay, terrible so on screen. Older, the older set. Sa- we're doing the older one first, right? You yeah. could just do the same person. Yeah, with you voice didn't acting. have to pick two I different people. Did, I did though. Yeah, that's good. Um, with Maya Rudolph. Nice. And then for the younger version, I went with Abby Jacobson. Abby Jacobson. She plays Bean, but she also plays Katie. Like, and so I went with... Oh, so Bean. this is the mom in that movie, and then Katie, that's the daughter in um, Mitchell versus the Machines. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Oh, I guess, yeah. They're, yeah. Yeah, they've yeah. already so been So that was what I thought yeah. about like doing that. That was such a good movie. I know, it was yeah. such a good movie. So when I, I picked Abby... Did you uh, watch it? Yes, so I enjoyed good. it. I picked Abby Jacobson first because she's got, I don't know, she's got this really sweet voice, mm-hmm. right? And so I thought about picking the mom from Disenchantment, but that hurt Dagmar. No. That's it's right, a very right? different character. It's a very deep yeah. voice. So I'm like, no. But then Maya Rudolph, I'm like, she's great. Bean. Yes. I know. I love I, I love Disenchantment. Yeah. yeah. I'm going as Bean for Halloween. Yeah. She is. And, yep. It's actually pretty good. Looking pretty good. 
She's going to dye her hair white and everything. Yep. Get the buck teeth. I don't know if I'll be able to do that part. That will be harder. But yes, everything else looks pretty you good. Easily buy them at Spirit Halloween. Yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah, so the, those are, that's my Sandra's. Hillbilly. Make sure you have. Yes, not those. <laughs> All right. Okay. So Will, played by Dr. Manhattan. Yep. The MasterCard commercial guy or something? Yep. Yes, he was that for a while. Mm-hmm. He was in something else. What else was he in? Um, Billy Crow's been in a lot of stuff. Yeah. I know, but there's something I'm, um, for some reason, can... Are you thinking Almost Famous? He was also in um, no. Zodiac. Well, maybe that's the one I'm thinking of. Right? I am so, right about that, Almost right? Almost Famous, Big Fish, The Good Shepherd, and Watchmen, he is known for in IMDb. Yeah, but is he in Zodiac? Because I could, I swear, or something where we were talking about, oh, it's Dr. Manhattan, and there's oh, all these was, other, um, maybe I'm thinking of the wrong yeah, one. He was the Flash's dad in Justice League. He is the Flash's dad in Justice League. Oh, yeah, he is. He's Henry Allen. Uncredited. Oh. <laughs> well, it popped up as, um, he was also in Alien's Covenant. Yes. Maybe I'm wrong about mine, sorry. Oh, I'm looking back through it. He was in Spotlight. Oh, maybe that's what I'm thinking of. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because we were like, it's Dr. Manhattan and Batman. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and somebody else in that, too. We were the like, Hulk. Yes, <laughs> thank you. That's yeah. what it was. But the Hulk was also in Zodiac. That's what I'm thinking. Yes, he was. That, there we go. Yeah. And Iron Man was in that. He did one of the, <laughs> he did one of the voices in Pr- Princess Mononoke. Spotlight is a good movie, yeah, too. Yeah, he was the main way. character. And he was the bad guy in Mission Impossible 3. Yeah. Well, he was one of them. Oh, yeah. He was the Flash's dad. That was... I, yes. Like, for me, the, the the Mission Impossible 3 thing, I remember when that came out, and, like, that was, like, the height of the MasterCard commercials. So, like, every time he's talking in a trailer, it's like, it's just the MasterCard guy. It's like, this is so weird. <laughs> um, okay, I guess I'm going first. You're up. Um, I don't really know how to qualify this. So, I picked Lakeith Stanfield. Okay. Um, I wanted him mainly because of how serious I know he can play the role. And I think... Who is he? Oh, um, do you remember the detective from Knives Out? The actual detective, not the Daniel Craig private eye detective? Oh, okay. I know mm-hmm. that yeah. Okay. <laughs> the actual okay. officer. Yeah. Okay. Um, he was... That was him. Uh, he's also in other things, but... Was, mm-hmm. it, was he the one that was also in Venom? Uh, no. No. Am I thinking? No, am I thinking the wrong person then? I don't know. Maybe you are. <sighs> we'll I'm just not. You've good. definitely seen him in a movie, but I cannot remember for the life of me what it is. Okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, he's he's very talented. Um, I want this to be a very serious kind of because like um, Billy Crudup played it that way. He wanted just to know facts. Like he was all mm-hmm. about you know knowing the facts of his dad's life. So I kind of wanted to play it the same way. So. Um, he was in, wow, he played L in the Death Note show. Oh, that's what, I'm, that's oh, what I'm that's thinking terrible. of, and I picked him before. Um, yes, he was in Knives Out, he was in Uncut Gems, uh, Judas and the Black Messiah, he was on Atlanta, he was in Selma, he was he's in Sorry to Bother He's the one who says Get Out. Yes, he is. There you go. Yes, he is in Get Out. Yes, and he says Get Out. Yeah. And I loved it at the Oscars, they got him to come on and say, scream Get Out. Yeah. <laughs> Good movie. Yes. yes I picked him before for something. You have and Chris have as well. I hmm. have. I didn't pick him here. 
good act- good. Well, he's a good actor. I picked Sebastian Stan. Oh. <laughs> I think he would be a better Edward Bloom. I thought of it. I had him there, but he didn't But match. then again, I don't know who you're picking for Edward Bloom. So. He didn't yeah. quite match my Ed Bloom. Mm-hmm. And I, yeah, we'll talk about it when I get there. Yeah. But yeah, but he can play the the seriousness that this is with Will. And yeah. That kind of like, I don't know who you are, Dad, blah, blah, blah. Blah, blah, blah. Is All he right. going to say that? Yes. I want him to Direct say that. Direct line from the movie. <laughs> tell well, me, how, tell me how you're going to... Yeah, blah, blah, blah. Tell, <laughs> me, tell me the story. Well, okay, you, you're in the hospital, you're better, blah, 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 now you're a fish. <laughs> that was a great story, kid. <laughs> blah. That's yep. how it happened. That's, That's how, how I go. He literally like dies in the scene, okay? I know, but that's just it was just the nonchalant way of Ugh. <laughs> And he's like, yeah, Sebastian. You're like a door opening up on the, <laughs> on the whatever that name of that spaceship uh, is. Um, um the Heart of Gold. Heart Thank of Gold, you. yeah. Huh? 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 Oh shut it. <laughs> Alright. I picked Zachary Quinto. Nice. And I Picked it because Billy Crudup, I'm saying his name right, right? Crudup. Crudup. Whatever. Yeah. It's because he has this certain, like, I don't know, monotone. He, has, he, gets, he definitely has a gravitas to his yes. voice. Yes. Yeah. And he does as well. That was my direction in that. Absolutely. Because mm-hmm. it's a similar thing, especially when he plays robot in Invincible, because he's playing a robot, so everything comes out very monotone. flat. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, but it's good for narrating because he narrates quite a bit of this. Yeah. So yeah, it's who it within. It's the first person I'd picked for this role nice. for the whole thing. The whole yeah. shebang. The yeah. whole shebang. Okay. First person I picked was old Ed Bloom, mm. who we're now casting. Speaking yep. of Ed Blooms, so older Ed Bloom was played by Albert Finney. Um, we didn't talk about him on this podcast, did we? Um, I don't think he is known for. Murder on the Orient Express, where he played Hercule Poirot, the old one in 1974. Uh, Aaron Brockovich, uh, Big Fish, and Saturday Night, Sunday Morning, which I don't know what it is. And you confused him with Albus Dumbledore. I always confuse him with Michael Gambon. Say, was yeah. he not in a Harry Potter, though? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, you're thinking Michael Gambon. I know. Because I do that all the time. I him guess and, yeah. they do look kind of similar, their faces. Especially because you said he looks like a young Roger Moore, like so. He was in Skyfall. He was in Corpse Bride. Corpse Bride. He was mm. after this. Ever glot. He's been in very, very many things. He is a very, very talented actor. I'm trying to remember where I know him. And for younger Edward Bloom, we have a very sexy man, Ewan McGregor. Yes. Obi Wan Kenobi. I know. Help me, me, Obi-Wan. What? I always think of that when I say Uh, the name now. Even though that's totally not this Kenobi. (laughs) No. So. Poor Darth Maul. He had to die twice. Mm -hmm. He just wanted to save the universe by killing Anakin. Yeah. Which would have saved the universe. Yeah. Well, would have. No, it wouldn't have. Why not? Because Palpatine still would have taken over. It's true. He didn't. He took over before Anakin ever showed up. Yeah, but then they would have been like, "Oh, Anakin's corrupted. Oh, Palpatine's corrupted. Okay, let's not be idiots." <laughs> Why did we let this go for so long? Way to go, Yoda! 
so. one fight and then he's like, I failed. I'm going into exile. <laughs> so that's you the height of my career, and McGregor, by the way. <laughs> I want to do that. Ewan McGregor. Obviously, everyone loves him as Obi-Wan Kenobi. Oh, yep. Um, amazing actor. We've talked about him a number of times. Um, has done so many things in his career. Um, I really enjoyed him recently as Black Mask mm. in the Birds of Prey film. He just has he has such charisma. Oh yeah. Um, so, you guys want to say anything about him, or is it he just is me a talking very about? very sexy man? He is my number one celebrity crush. Does he look better with or without the beard? I don't know. He looks really good clean shaven, but he looks good with the beard. That's why he's such an attractive man. He looks good both ways. I think there's only two times he doesn't look very attractive. That movie that you showed me where he's like Fargo. bald. That was a TV show. <laughs> and then when he's in train spotting, he is not attractive in that. But that is not an attractive movie altogether. No. Don't think it's meant to be. No, exactly. So. And they're not really spotting trains either. No. Or in the sequel. <laughs> I didn't see the sequel. But... I didn't either. But yeah, other than that, yes. Okay. And I like how he's like, he, we were talking about this the other day. Like, he's done, like, well, he's got range. He does, he can sing. So He's done the, like, horror. He's been the bad guy. He's been the in, good guy. He's been the romantic in guy. Three, three movies in a row. So he played Christopher Robin. Yes. And Christopher Robin. And that's so great, yeah. too. He's a su- dad. Super wholesome yeah. movie. Then he played Dan Torrance in Dr. Sleep. Yep. Which, which is, is a straight-up th- horror film. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then the bad guy in the Birds of Prey film. Mm-hmm. I know. Like, and he was also the bad guy in that, in that um, it was one of the... Um, he's been a bad guy in Da Vinci, whatever, uh, yeah, Tom In um, the second one. Yes. Demons and Angels? Yes, Demons he was a bad guy in that. But yeah, I thought he was a good guy. He yeah. did. What a twist. Yeah. <laughs> Who are your Ed Blooms? Okay. So... I also went with people who look alike and act alike. Oh. Um, so I went with father and son. Oh. And I picked Denzel Washington okay. and John David Washington. Oh, nice. Um, because of, mostly I picked Denzel first and I had another person. Um, and then you're like, nah, this is stupid. I got his clone right ex- here. Exactly. I kind of did that. Because like, Denzel has, like, if you're going to go for charm, Denzel's got that in spades. Like mm-hmm. he's been had a, a huge career of being this unbelievably charming, even when he's playing a bad person. Yeah. Like he is just this, yeah, unbelievably charmingly good storyteller and speechist. And I know it's not a word. He's a speechist. <laughs> good at uh, speeches. Yeah. So he is his phenomenal. And his, speeches. and his, I know I've only seen John David Washington in two movies, and he has done incredibly well. Tenant was such a good movie. That just came out at a bad time. Uh, so, yeah. Father right. and son. Cool. I didn't go father and son. I could have, but yeah. I went with somebody else. I wanted somebody that I knew was going to be a good storyteller. Like somebody. A speechist? A speechist. <laughs> I'm going to go with storyteller because that sounds better. Uh, but somebody that would have like these outlandish stories and would just like be like in a conversation with you, be like, oh yeah, like the time I did this. So I went with Jeff Bridges. Oh man. I love yeah. Jeff Bridges. He's going to knock on the sky. So you went with the dude. The dude. And the guy, the woman Prince who played Lear. with. Prince Lear. The the, from the, woman the last who... unicorn. Don't forget that. So it's yeah. the Big Lebowski reunion? Yes. 
didn't realize that until <laughs> until you said it and like oh yeah shit. <laughs> um he was my first choice then trying to find somebody that looks like a young jeff bridges cool. kind of hard and then it kind of sucks because i already chose sebastian stan on something and so i went with wyatt russell because he actually does look a mm-hmm. little bit like a young Jeff Bridges. You didn't want to pick his dad? Kurt Russell? Yeah. I, <laughs> I almost did. I was like, yeah, let's just do this again. And He could have. It been actually would have worked as well. Yeah. would have worked. But he does look similar to a young, like, because I looked up young I'm Jeff Bridges. I'm kind of amazed you didn't pick Mark Hamill. Really? Yeah, you could have gone Mark Hamill and, and Sebastian, Sebastian Stan. <laughs> That's my fall fallback. <laughs> that probably would have been a good movie as well. Yep. Yeah, people, the fans would have gone to see that in spades. God, <laughs> like um, we finally get Luke Skywalker. Yeah, but the no. thing is, you could have just like if it was my movie and voice acting, Mark Hamill could have just done both parts. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's Mark Hamill. the thing is though, I like as much as I absolutely love Mark Hamill, he is an incredibly talented man. He is not a very good actor. He's a great voice actor. He's a he's great a, voice yeah. actor. He's but not like, a great actor on screen. Luke was never a good, like, he's, he's never been a great, good on-screen actor. No. Yeah. He cannot do a movie like, he could not carry a movie like this. No. Not, his his voice totally could. Yeah. But, yeah. That's why I said if it was my movie. Yes. So. Speaking of your movie. With my movie, I did the dad and son thing. Yeah. Absolutely. I went with uh, Dennis Quaid and then Jack Quaid. <laughs> I almost picked Jack Quaid for yeah? um, for Norther. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I I know he plays like because he's in Lower Decks. That's where I thought mm-hmm. it is Lower Decks, right? Yep. Yeah. With that, because he plays more of like this like hyperactive, like not so charming guy. But I'm pretty sure you can get him to be charming. Oh yeah, he's yeah. charming in boys. Yeah, I guess he when is. He wants to be. Yes, when he wants to be. Right, so that. Right. So I picked mm-hmm. Jack Quaid first. And then I went, you know what? I'm just going to pick Dennis Quaid. Let's do it. <laughs> Sounds good. It's the easiest Apparently choice. Apparently he's yeah. in Scream 5. Yeah? Jack Quaid. Yeah. Really? Oh. Did you know Scream 5 is coming? No. <laughs> Scream 5? Yeah. Aren't they on Scream 6? No, Scream 5. I thought Scream 5 already came out. No, Scream 4 came out a couple of years ago. Oh, well, I'm pretty sure there's there was also already five what? of them. There's also that other movie you're talking about yeah, earlier. Yeah, that other movie. You had it up on the computer. There's a third movie coming out. Oh no, it wasn't a movie. It was a short. Oh, but still, yeah. like I Father didn't even I didn't even know about that. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Twenty twenty two. They just called it Scream. Yeah. Mm. But there's a five in the title. On the posters it's like five cream. Yeah, it doesn't show that here. Because they use the five as the That S. sounds so dirty. <laughs> five cream. That sounds like a porno. They also made the T V show. Yes, the T V show isn't canon though. No. Do you know Scream 4 was the last movie Wes Craven directed? Oh. I didn't know that. He was very old. Yeah. Anyway. Oh, I miss Wes Craven. I don't. He uh, made some terrible movies, but they're great. They're good, great terrible Hall- movies. Great we'll Halloween speak movie. about that when we do horror for next month. Yay. Oh, Is that no, what we're doing horror. next month? We always do horror in October. Okay. Do we? Cool. We should. We've always done like scary okay, movies yes. at least. But do we even know what our next movie is? No. Cool. <laughs> Guys, we need to make sure we people think we know what we're doing. <laughs> we'll do a cut after the after the thing. So or the Quades. Good choice, good, Danielle. Good Thank job you. on the Quades. <laughs> the Quades. And Thank the you. Washingtons. The Quades, who are going to start the reactor. I just went with Russell and Bridges. <laughs> yeah. 
I'm kind of, you had it oh, you had it there like you could have done father and son yeah you totally no, should have <laughs> now I'm disappointed in yeah. your movie but I was like I, I, I really wanted Jeff Bridges because he's got that just doesn't attitude. Jeff Bridges have a son probably I don't know if he acts though <laughs> somebody look it up anyway but yeah I mean Kurt probably would have been able to carry it as well yeah anyway Danielle where can they find you Oh, me. You can find me on Instagram at Fionavir. F-I-O-N-A-V-E-R. Then you can find Recasted at Recasted on Facebook and Twitter at Recasted Pod. You can find us on Spotify, iTunes, Podbean, Google Podcasts. Yeah, we're out there. Listen to us. Out there. Out there in the Chris, the where, they can f- where can they find you? Oh, you can find me anywhere you want to look. Really? I'm everywhere. Everywhere. Not anymore. You're not my boss anymore. Nope. Um, you can find me on Etsy at the Canuck Comic Guy store. Yep. Uh, come check that out. And there is an Instagram page associated to it, which I rarely update these days. Um, I haven't <laughs> yeah. worked as much on stuff. One day I will. Yeah. November when I take time off again. <gasps> take time <sighs> off for all my birthday so we could do something. I have no idea what. What are we doing? I don't know. Okay. I want to get it Everybody, we're taking time off in November. Not from the podcast. We're going to just, you know, take time off from our actual jobs mm. and do stuff. I can't. Hassel, where can they find you? On the podcast. Ooh. Yay. Okay. Well. Uh, um, hold on one second. We'll be right back. And we're back. Okay. So, we're going to do Stephen we- King month stephen king semi-horror semi-campy yes who knows what you'll get it's a it's a grab bag of movies exactly what are we gonna do okay let's end end the podcast we're gonna end the podcast okay well from all of us here at recasted go see the arnold schwarzenegger classic the running man